You're a small business owner and there's nothing small about what you do. That's why Dell Small Business Technology Advisors give you trusted advice and tailored tech solutions like computers with Intel Core processors, servers, storage and networking, plus industry-leading monitors and software. No matter your technology needs, Dell is here to help your small business do big things. Call 0800-085-4878 to speak with an advisor today. That's 0800-085-4878. This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. All over. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong beers. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 111 of Dumb All Over, recording from the state so foul that even Colonel Sanders doesn't want it, Pennsylvania. <laughs> Get it? Like a chicken? Oh and the not-so-secret lair in New York, this is a progressive podcast with brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. <laughs> and we're under the influence, but not of craft beer. Uh, as always, I am Tom. Sometimes. That's typically what I go by, is Tom. Oh, okay. It's sometimes other stuff. <laughs> but I'm not going to go into detail, Austin, because you are Austin! Hey. Hi, Austin. What do you mean you're not going to go into detail? You're going to leave us all hanging? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's what I do. Okay. Yeah. Did you like my Colonel my Colonel Sanders? I show? did, yeah. Although Foul. as soon as you, it. yeah, it was mildly <laughs> clever. And as soon as, but the thing is, as wow. soon as you said Colonel Sanders, all I could think of was Glenn Beck. I know. Yeah, what's <laughs> up with that? That's a weird look for him. Yeah, he's in uh, his uh, Colonel Sanders cosplay. I guess yeah, I don't know he what's actually looks like Colonel <laughs> Sanders. It's a little bit weird. It's a little. Well, weird. Now I'm done talking about politics. Let me talk to you about my herbs and spices. <laughs> mm. By the way, I have I have a little bit left of this, so I'm gonna go ahead and Ooh. Mm, nice. Mm, the biggest bottle of wine I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, then <laughs> you've fucking... never had dinner uh with my uncle who I have has no. a jug of wine. Oh yeah. Because he's too cheap to buy good wine. <laughs> oh, oh, is it like box wine? Yeah, but in a jug. <laughs> in a jug. It's a jug it's of box jug wine. wine. Just sounds that sounds terrible. That just sounds like, you know. It's like uh, rednecks come home. Like, Mary, I got us a jug of wine. <laughs> uh, I didn't even know mm. you could get wine in a jug. <laughs> <laughs> Me um, you know, let's start before we get into the news and all that shit. Um, news, Joe news, Steo, news. our good friend Joe, uh, who we have neglected as far as giving band names for for all these for months well, that we've kind of that, gone anywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's because we've neglected a lot of things. <laughs> Right. So. <laughs> um, he actually uh, took the Hickenlooper joke from the last episode and uh, made a cover band. So Hickenlooper, the John Denver cover band, is what he said. Because and he said he actually had to do research on this. So go ahead and elaborate, if you will. Uh, no, it's interesting because um, John Willis of the Wayward Willis podcast, yeah. he said that it should be a Skrillex cover band. 
Oh, that's right. So he they did went say, in oh, yeah, two right. totally different directions. Oh, yeah. Hickenlooper has to be a Shrillix. <laughs> see, a, a, see? A Skrillex cover band Shrillex. Yeah. Wow. That's a little... Yeah, okay, guys. Totally different direction. I thought that was very interesting. And I can see why... <laughs> I can see why they each picked it. I can't see the Skrillex thing. Oh, I because he uses a lot of loops in his music. Oh, is that right? Yeah. You see, that's a technical thing. Yeah. I, I would have never have gotten that. Yeah, so you have that, like, yeah, looking at, like, the actual technological musical <laughs> aspect. And then you have Joe, who's Hickenlooper, just sounds like an old-timey redneck oh, name. Oh, yeah. No, that and one so I he's got. he's like I, John Denver. I, I so like I can totally one, yeah. see where they're both coming from. But he said he had to do research to get this one. So I'm Probably because he didn't know who it, John Hickenlooper was. <laughs> Oh, I still don't. Yeah. I'm not sure John's his first name either. But the fact that yeah. you don't go <laughs> means that it doesn't really matter. You know, we were just talking about like the presidential candidates no. and all that before the show started, and we completely forgot about to mention him. Oh, yeah. About you know, we were talking about like the the lesser known candidates. Yeah, I feel he's like so lesser known. We don't even know who he is. You could do with his first name the same thing that John Oliver does with the countries that you don't know. Mm. He's like now Venezuela. <laughs> And oh, so yeah, you know yeah. so little about Venezuela, you didn't even realize that that's not Venezuela. That's that, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like we could do the same thing with Hickenlooper's first name. Like so Bill I, Hickenlooper. See? So and you didn't I even just, know his first name's not Bill. I just looked up a picture of him for the first time. It is John, by the way, ah, John Hickenlooper, right. okay. uh, former governor of Colorado. I've never seen this man's face before. Okay. Nah, so I've never seen him. Now you have. <laughs> Unfortunately, oh, not my cup unfortunately, of tea. <laughs> uh, boy, he's going to be so sad. Oh, about yeah, that. he'll be so heartbroken. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Actually, we shouldn't mess with him because he's one of the few presidential candidates that might actually come on our show because no one else is going to ask him to come on the show. <laughs> but we're not. Well, going we, to what are we going to ask show. him? <laughs> Uh, how's life being a centrist? Oh, speaking of being a centrist, I guess I should make this announcement now. Because this is this is an oh yeah this is gonna make everybody sad but go ahead yeah I'm really sorry but uh, I spoke to my advisor at school and he he suggested that I get um that I add a minor into my major so my major is history mm -hmm. and we looked at the list of minors um, and the only one that made sense to me was political science ah. so I hate to say this but I guess I'm a centrist now because no. I think you have to be a centrist to be in the political science field I think so well it was nice now, granted it's my minor not major well it was nice knowing progressive Tom <laughs> and now uh, centrist Tom will be arguing with me for the whole show I will yeah I will so not <laughs> Tom will be uh, like what about like American Medicare or Medicare for America it's whoa, like whoa, whoa. Medicare for no, all. No, 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 no. We have to repair Obamacare and just make it affordable. <sighs> Not free, you commie. It's got to be, you know, who's going to pay for it? Right? Okay. Who's going to pay for it? Who's going to pay for it? You know what I mean? Okay, first of all, if you're you know, going to pay for if it, if you're going to be a person, no one's going to pay for it. <laughs> if you're going to be a centrist, you have to learn how to say that less aggressive because oh. they don't have a soul. <laughs> Oh. So, so you have to see what that's like first. Also, we're opening up submissions for a new co-host. So, <laughs> but I don't know how to say things with less aggression. Hmm. I just don't think I know how to. I'm trying. <laughs> As you hold up your vape pen, that's enough. Uh, all right, let's get into the news. <gasps>
Uh, all right, let's start off with the worst news that's ever happened in the in the, the history of this show. I am just disgusted, and, and I feel betrayed. And I'm glad I'm a centrist now because I can just vote for oh, Kamala shit, Harris. I feel like I'm missing something. Uh, yeah, you are. How do you not know this? Bernie is a millionaire now. It's over. It's over. We can't support him. What are you doing? I'm sorry, what were we talking about? Money. Oh. <laughs> that might have been what we're talking about. Uh, that's th- okay. Okay. <laughs> well, there's your free Austin cologne concert, everybody. Normally Hashtag you have to free pay, Austin. Like, yeah, free, free Austin. <laughs> it's almost like Free Willy, but keep it's a version. That might be easy to do. That's also um, already a bumper sticker, and I want to get it so bad. Oh, you should because you, you need to. Because we don't have a car. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a car anymore. I'll stick it on the subway. <laughs> You're a fucking city dweller now, you yeah. know. All Ooh. right, so let's let's talk about this. This is really important. Ow! I just hit my hand so hard on the desk. <laughs> Ow! Yeah, he's not used to his hand hitting down on the desk. It's usually up. no. What? Oh. Uh, <laughs> True. I have like a callus on the top part of my hand. Yeah. It's pretty great. Um, and the palm, but that's just for grip. Uh, Bernie Sanders is now a millionaire, says the New York Times, who gave him a best-selling book. Because, <laughs> you know, they call it the New York Times best-selling novel. You remember that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's the reason why he's a millionaire. But we forgot that part about the article. I hate the New York Times. Yeah, I know. I, I hate him. I hate him. The more I learn about them, the more I hate him. But uh, th- this that's the title of the article. Bernie Sanders, now a millionaire, pledges to release his tax returns but he's by not, Monday. He's not now a millionaire. He's been a millionaire. No, no, no. He's now a millionaire. But he's been a millionaire. Nope. He's a millionaire as of... And we already all knew this. April 9th was when this article was posted, so he became a millionaire because right there. Because it said... <laughs> In an article like a while ago, like right after the election, it said that he was given an $800,000 advance to write his next book. Huh? So he's a millionaire. Yes, because if you add, combine that with his, or his uh Well, Senate we can't salary. support him, Austin. You're missing the point. We can't support him anymore because now he's a hypocrite, right? Right? He's always talking about taxing the millionaires. And wait, oh, wait, he still wants to tax the millionaires? Hmm. Oh. Oh, but... But he's a millionaire. How, what, why would you tax yourself? Tom, who, oh, who would you say was the best oh, uh, president on progressive economic policy, maybe in our history? Barack Obama, <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> All right, sorry. I think you're looking for an FDR. I am. Yeah. How much money did he have? Uh, billions. <clears throat> trillions. I don't think he had trillions. <laughs> I don't even... He had, a, he had a billion before Jeff Bezos. Maybe. But I don't know. He might have been a billionaire if you adjust for inflation. Might have been, yeah. I'm not sure. I just know he had a fuck ton of money. And guess what? His taxes were very high. <laughs> I bet. I bet. And, the, and yeah, well, his his top marginal tax rate was in the 90 percentile. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and obviously. And also I'm- he's the one who drafted the Great New Deal. Mm, that's debatable. <laughs> did you that, s- might have been, that might have been Clinton. Did you see what I did there? No, I'm sorry. I spaced out. What? 
Well, I just like, I I like mixing up the word like they do with the Green New Deal because I can Mm -hmm. never remember what it's called. Oh, what you call it? Huh? I missed it. The Great New Deal. Oh, the Great New Deal? Okay. Well, I guess if you put a space in it, that actually is true. It's the Great. The New Great Deal? The New Great Deal, yeah. The new great deal, the new, great deal. The new green great deal. But I just don't get how deal. like it's it's about it's like you know inspired by the new deal, right. and it's green. How is that hard to re- like remember? Because it's the new the new green the new deal green. The, no, yeah, the new the green, green deal. The green deal new. The green oh, deal new. Fuck. Yeah, that's the like formerly known as great new gig in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> It's like I don't. It's anyway. We're so getting yeah. off topic. No, no. Yeah, this is not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But what we are talking about is the hypocrite Bernie Sanders. That's what right, we're talking exactly. about. All right, but for real, he's a millionaire because he wrote a best-selling book, um, a couple best-selling books, I believe. But the one particular, Our Revolution, was the one that really mm-hmm. generated him a lot of money. Right. Uh, but as Austin and I have discussed off-air, he's still one of like the top five or the bottom five paid senators. In all of the Washington, Senate, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. So it's it, this is all this is such nonsense, and the fact that the New York Times posts this article with that <laughs> title, Bernie Sanders now a millionaire, obviously just an attempt to smear him and try to say, oh, he's he's a hypocrite. Are you really a hypocrite if you are a millionaire, but you're still taxed or you're still well, talking about say, taxing does he still millionaires have to pay taxes? Yeah, okay. and not only that, but he wants to raise the taxes for the millionaire class. I know, but that's my Hello? that's my point. So, it's so crazy. So he's going to pay the taxes that he's proposing be paid. Right. And then the other part of the news article is that he's going to be releasing his taxes on Monday, April 15th, tax day. Mm. Uh, and he's going to be releasing up to 10 years of taxes mm. um, on that day. So hopefully that'll squash it, end that conversation... Um, now that I, if that's, maybe that's why it took so long. Maybe he was afraid of the backlash that would come of this, I th- but yeah, probably m- maybe cause I don't think there's anything else in there. I remember we were talking about this, like we were a little worried or I was at least a little bit worried, um, of what was the, what was in taxes? Why not release him earlier? I was but worried. now, now that that's out, all of a sudden he's like, ah, you know what? It's just like coming out of the closet. It's like, once you tell one person, it's like, oh, now I'm going to tell the rest of people cause it doesn't matter anymore. And yeah. who cares if he's a millionaire? <laughs> he never took a vow of poverty, <laughs> you know? He didn't like to enter the Senate saying, but the I'm thing is, be this poor was already known. Life. That's what really bugs like we all already knew this. Right. If you if you knew anything about him, you already knew he's a millionaire. Yeah. So I don't it's, understand why this is this is just like the whole uh Joe Biden thing. Like we all knew that he's like that. Right. It's just it's idiotic. It's like and the, 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 and the Michael that, Jackson thing too, I don't get like it's like, oh my oh, God. Why, he, why he's surprised that he touched yes, little boys we now? Know. Yeah. We, we all knew this. <laughs> this is not <laughs> new information. Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. But listen, I don't think it, it's not going to matter to at least the Bernie supporters. If anything, if anything, does this not like represent what America is supposed to be about? You know, a, a, a son of immigrants making his way the, the old fashioned way by hard work. And becoming a millionaire. Isn't that like you started almost in poverty and now you're a millionaire? No. But he's also 80, 86 or 87 years old, whatever his age is. So it's not like he's been a millionaire for all these years. No. You know, I, I just, I don't get it. I just don't understand it. But it, I guess it's any attempt to try to 
to to take away any power from him. Yeah. Meanwhile, Joe Biden continues to get more shit thrown at him, and he's becoming more popular. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with this country? I don't know. I was thinking that earlier. That was a thought that passed through my mind. It's like trying to make this country a better place is almost not worth it because they say, just yeah. seem so resistant to the idea of being better. <sighs> but you know what we could do, Lawson? <laughs> what? We could move to the UK because they have no issues going on. Look. Look. Well, something else happened in the UK that is actually not related <laughs> to Brexit, believe it or not. <gasps> I, I know. I know. We're covering world news right now without Stephen's permission. So oh, I hope he's not mad. We're going to get a cease but and desist letter. We might. We might. But this is kind of a big story. Uh, and one that I don't think we've ever talked about on the show, despite the fact that he's been in the public eye for many years now. Uh, Julian Assange was oh, yeah. arrested in the UK. Uh, apparently, uh, Theresa May submitted an order for his arrest. Um, and Ecuador gave him up. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it was in the uh, UK embassy. No, it was Is that the what Ecuadorian it was? embassy in the UK. Ecuadorian embassy in London. Okay. The UK doesn't need its own embassy in their own country. <laughs> they already have parliament. True. <laughs> sort of. Uh, let's see. A couple notes from uh, Business Insider here. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange was dramatically arrested and carried out of the Ecuadorian embassy in London on Thursday. British and Ecuadorian authorities engineered the timing and nature of the raid to stop Assange from assessing the, a panic button he mentioned in the past, Ecuador's foreign minister said. Specifics on the button or what it might do are sparse, but the foreign minister said Assange uh, had said it could bring dire consequences for Ecuador. Ecuadorian officials have accused Assange of assessing the government's security files, playing music loudly, and having no regard for personal hygiene during his stay at the embassy. <laughs> the, that last part gets me pretty good. And that's funny. Playing yeah. playing music loudly, and he's just smelly. And that's why we arrested you. Because so. <laughs> you smell. Yeah, but that's, that's no different than hosting a teenager. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, right? <laughs> it's funny to me how the how they get people on charges or cases that aren't associated to what they're famous for. Like Capone. Capone's like the famous one. They got him on tax evasion, mm -hmm. right? He's a brutal mobster, but they got him on tax evasion. Uh, Assange, they got him for being stinky because he doesn't like to shower and he plays music well, too that's loud. that's not like, actually what they arrested him for. <clears throat> they arrested him for right. skipping out on bail on his... Uh, in a, oh, is that right? In a case where he that. was accused of rape, yeah. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. So I guess the reason why I'm bringing this up, because other than it's the big news right now, but we have not talked about Julian Assange maybe more than twice in two years of the show. Mm, yeah. So I and I ha and we've never talked about him outside of the show either, which sometimes we talk about subjects outside of uh, of the show, but we haven't what, done life this one. Exists outside the show? <laughs> not really, no. not really. If we're being honest, no, but no. sometimes. What are your opinions on Julian Assange? Like, how do you feel about him in general? Um, well, I like the idea of having a place where somebody will publish state secrets that, like, you know, the knowledge of would benefit society. Okay. And I think they were doing a good job at that. His um, actions in the 2016 elections, I don't really know if I even have a full handle on what exactly he did, but it does seem less honest than usual. Okay. <clears throat> like, it didn't seem like he was, it seemed like he was definitely acting in his own interest, which is funny because 
at the time the Trump campaign liked WikiLeaks, and now the Trump campaign's like, or the Trump himself's like, I don't know what a WikiLeak is, but you should probably get that taken care of. But um, he's hmm. Assange is an interesting figure, and then there's also the rape allegations, which are right, yeah, which. You know, every single time something like that has come up, we've always been, you know, the first to say, yeah, talk to women. You know, the women have the right to to, to state their their beliefs or not the beliefs, but there's their stories. Yeah. But I I almost wonder in this case because I'm reading through your article and they mention they mention the accuse the situation, but they don't mention the women mm. involved. I don't know. Uh, they really wanted to get this guy. They did want to get him. Yeah. Really but bad. He also seems like an asshole. Yeah, I would not put it. So yeah, that's I why it's, it it's a tougher. Like, if they said Edward Snow did that, then I would have been surprised. Right. But Julian yeah. Assange, yeah, like, oh, I could like see that because he's kind of a jerk. But yeah, uh, so he's arrested. Mm. I, I don't really have an opinion on him. Like, there's a part of me that definitely likes the mm. fact that, like, you know, releasing information and mm. having that, you know, I'm a big X-Files fan. That was the whole thing about the X-Files was the government was keeping secrets. And of course governments keep secrets. That's not even a conspiracy theory at this point. That's what governments do. You kind of, in a lot of ways, they almost oh, no, have that's to. That's what they do. Yeah. yeah, that's what they do. You have to as a government in a lot of ways. Um, but not the things they do. The problem is they cover up their mistakes and that's what's so right, dangerous. Right, right, right. So I really don't have much of an opinion on him. That's why I wanted to hear what you said or what you had to say about him. Uh, so what do you think is going to happen to him now or what should happen to him, Austin? Well, what should happen is the, you know, if, if it is true that he it needs to stand trial for those rape allegations, I think the trial should go through. It should be a fair trial. Which Agreed. Yep, you know, when you, the thing is, though, when you've made a career out of making governments look bad, yeah, it is hard to. Trial. Yeah, I'm just not sure. No, but I would like to see at least that separately. Yeah. Separately, take yeah. that, take that separately. But if they start bringing charges against him for his work, then that's yeah. a big, big yeah. deal. It's gonna be, and it's gonna yeah. be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's. I guess <clears throat> this is a bigger story than 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 anything because if they do just do the rape allegations and they t- they cover just that. Uh, what do they do after that? Like, well, let's say he goes to jail and he goes to jail for five, ten years or something like that. When he comes out, do they go after him for the his work? I don't think so because if they do that, he'll be disgraced. There's no need That's to go true. after him. That's true. That's true. All right. So there's there's Julian Assange. He's finally finally arrested after all these years. It's been a long time since he's been yeah. uh, in the public eye. Yeah. Uh, speaking of people who shouldn't be in the public eye, Donald Trump is in the news again. Uh, this one is about the transgender military policy. Mm-hmm. So if people remember, uh, Trump's uh, administration passed the transgender military ban. And that policy went into effect yesterday, so Friday of this week. Uh, this uh, coming from NBC News, the article entitled Trump's Controversial Transgender Military Policy Goes Into Effect. <laughs> There you go. Uh, three years after the Obama, Obama administration told transgender individuals that they could serve openly and have access to gender-affirming medical and uh, psychological care, the Trump administration has reversed course. The Pentagon on Friday began to implement, not, in, not implementation. Remember that? That was old school. I do remember school, that, yes, up. very much. Um, uh, a controversial new policy that critics say is essentially a, quote, don't ask, don't tell policy for trans service members. Mm. The policy is 
uh, insidious in operation, but designed to be uh, as comprehensive as a ban as possible. A report from nonpartisan Palm Center, which studies LGBTQ military issues, gotcha. stated. So it's a ban without a ban, sort of. Yeah. It's- but it... it it's it's a weird thing, but they're pretty much they're taking away rights of transgender soldiers in our military. Yeah, and it's a it's a disgraceful thing. Yeah, it's and unbelievable. The and the, the thing is, it was entirely done for political reasons. Well, well exactly. he's trying to score political points. Like it which doesn't is, save any which, money. It doesn't which protect is the military. Bizarre to me because there was a large portion. Well, let me rephrase that. There was a portion of the gay and LGBTQ community that did support Donald Trump. Like there, there was, there are. Unfortunately, Austin, there are, there are a lot. I'm sorry. Who still I live support. in the same state, so I'm. Yeah, but uh, I don't, and I see, I see the people who did vote for him, and a lot of them, for some odd reason, are transgender. Now we have our discussions with them. About like how the hell are you a Trump supporter, especially now? Yeah. But at the time, it was a little bit different, and they, a lot of people thought that he would be an ally. Why? I have no idea. No fucking clue. What about that man told you that he was going to be an ally for for gays, lesbians, and transgender? Yeah. What about that man told you that? Nothing. I, I can't I, think I, of a single thing. Same. Me neither. He held the flag once. Once and then, and that was enough. And then he really picked Mike Pence to be his running mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which we can joke about him being an in the closet gay man, but who's, his policies. What? Who's uh, joking about that? Okay. <laughs> but his policies are extremely anti LGBTQ. So you pick a vice presidential candidate who's that anti LGBTQ who supports. Uh, conversion camps in his own state as governor, and you're gonna say he's an ally? No. Get yourself checked. Get yourself checked. No. So it's not a ban, but it's kind of a ban, and it pro- it prohibits transgender individuals from getting medical treatment paid for by the military, which is a big problem. It's a big problem. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. I mean, there's so. not much. Uh, it's just it's bigotry. That's all it is, mm-hmm. and it's all to score points with his base, who are the most, you know, put insert group here phobic that you've ever seen, but especially transphobic. Like they have a special place for me- like they have a special place in their hearts for Mexicans and trans people. Listen That's- to this statement that Trump comes out with and says, "Okay, so he was asked Love my this words. question. <laughs> he was asked a question." Uh, on August 10th about this, when, when the law was about to be enacted. Go ahead, read it. I'm sure crit. it's moving poetry. It's very moving. Quote, I have great respect for the community. I think I have great support, or I've had great support from that community. I got a lot of votes, but the transgender, the military, is working on it now. They're doing the work. It's been a very difficult situation. And I think I'm doing a lot of people a favor by coming out and just saying it. As you know, it's been a very complicated issue for the military. It's been a very confusing issue for the military. And I think I'm doing the military a great favor. <laughs> what the fuck is that statement? Sorry, I have to admit that, that was a very good impression of me. Oh, my God. I can't it's, with that statement. It says just what it says. Look, I had great. What su- did it say? I had- Tell me what it said. Get him out. Get him out. <laughs> I had such great support. 
I like that he said that, people. by the way. <laughs> I like that he said, first he says, I think I have great support, and then people, instantly cuts himself off. People are saying. Says, or I've had great support in the community. Yeah, no shit. You did. You did have support. Uh, Even if it's a little bit, you had support for the community, and then you do that. I had support from, you know, those people. And then, uh, whatever, they're... It's good now. I told the oh. military, look, we're going to do the military. We're going to do the wall. We're going to make sure that there's no Mexicans or trans people anywhere mm. near our precious, precious white men. Crazy. And things will be good. And we'll make America great again. Let me say this. All right. If we have any transgender uh, listeners, um, and if we have any transgender uh, listeners who are in the military, if you oh, I'm so are- sorry. <laughs> I know. First of all, yeah, our apologies. And not, not that we voted for him or anything, but I almost feel like I just have to apologize for everything he does. But anybody well, who's willing now. to go into the military and risk their lives does not deserve that kind of treatment. It, you do not deserve to be treated like a second-class citizen when you are literally one of the few people in the world who are willing to go take a bullet for a country. Because guess who's not willing to take a bullet for a country? Me? Yeah, me. I assume you. Me neither, no. Yeah. But I have flat feet, so they wouldn't take me anyway. Yeah, yeah, me. I'm gay, so they probably won't take me for that, I guess. Good point. (laughs) (laughs) But Okay, so I got a couple strikes against me. Whatever. (laughs) Yeah, a couple. couple, Whatever. If they bring back the draft, I'll be fine. (laughs) Oh, I know. Yeah, well, I'd, I'd go to Canada anyway, but. It's just it's so, it's just Look, so upsetting. We're not going to take and there's your nothing gas, I can buddy. do about it. And there's nothing I can do about no, it, which makes nothing. it more upsetting. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, we, we were hoping that the courts would come down on the right side of this, and they didn't. They didn't, um, yeah. And the thing is that that might not even be, like, legally speaking, that might not even be the wrong choice, because I think the president technically does have the power to do this. Commander-in-chief, yeah. I guess, right? It falls under that, those commander-in-chief policy or and, rules, I guess. And boy, so often is the military used as... Um, and I don't mean like obviously the military and what they do is used all the time as a political chess. But mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. just the, like the members themselves are so often used as a political tool to garner support from the base by Republican presidents. Because, you know, like Clinton did Don't Ask, Don't Tell... Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Bush tried everything to roll that back because he knew oh, his yeah. base. Like, no, we need to need to out the gays and get him out of here. And then don't don't ask, don't tell is still fucked up in its own right. It's like you you by the fact the fact that you are just pointing out like, oh, if you're gay, just don't mention it. It's okay, yeah. just don't mention it. No, fuck you. Be who you are. And you who know, cares? The thing that- if you're gay, you're gay. You're a soldier. I've spoken to former military or current military soldiers and even a, a, a corporal, corporal who uh, had gay people in their command or in their I don't know I'm, I don't know military terms that well, but like in their group, in, in their posse, their, their harem, military, if you will, their harem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they said, "Guys, that, quit bathhousing like, around." <laughs> I, some of them have been super conservative, and they said it doesn't matter when you are on the battlefield. No, if why you would? are out, if you are out there and somebody is fighting to save your life, doesn't matter if they're transgender. No. Doesn't matter if they were a guy and now they're a girl, or vice versa. Or if you're gay or a lesbian, you're you're a brother or a sister. 
It's like, why mm. can't it just be that all the time? Why does it just have to be in the military? I don't know. Well, I don't know. It's just frustrating. Sorry. Yeah. That's just, at this point, we're just ranting. I know. Uh, but we have more <laughs> because Trump's again in the news. And this one... I, I, Thank oddly you, enough, finally, for my, talking about me. I know. This this used to be my now that we took the Trump segment. report, yeah, <laughs> we took the Trump report away. Now it's all Trump. Uh, this is the last one, though. I really grabbed Trump. this segment by the pussy. Ooh, ooh, not right now. I'm about to talk about him, Omar. Come on, God, Austin. I'm like a psychic. <laughs> yeah, you're a, psycho. A perfect psycho. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, you, you could go. call me psychotic if you want to. Yeah, I will. I do often, often. <laughs> when I tweet you daily, Whatever. I'm trying to get blocked. I'm trying to get blocked. I can't block Trump. you by law. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're right. Can't Trust me, I would have blocked you already if I could. <laughs> Ihan Omar is literally being attacked by Donald Trump. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Trump posted a video of Omar talking about Muslims. Um, and... Every time she says something in regards to Muslims and how we should be united and stuff like that, something from 9-11 appeared. Like they flash back to now a clips you, of planes going into the Now you towers. definitely know that Rudy Giuliani works for me. <laughs> you think it was Rudy that did this? No. <laughs> it was too well produced for Rudy. No. Was, um, but it's disturbing in so many ways because they would go back to Omar talking and then to another terrible incident in 9-11 look she was she was the one Muslim I saw cheering in New Jersey on 9-11 she was the one they were all her there were a bunch of people there just Ihan or Elan Mm -hmm. or whoever Omar I, she, I hand I hand Omar. She was just standing up there with clones of herself clapping after nine eleven. Right. Well, they all look alike to Trump, right? Isn't that a thing? I mean, they all look alike if they're not orange. Oh, yeah. there so, you there you whatever. Go. So I guess you and I look alike by that by that statement. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see poor people. <laughs> but yeah, thanks. <laughs> I'm okay if he doesn't see me because I'm poor. That's fine. Um, so. All right, a couple facets to this story. A few of the senators and congressmen and women did go back and defend Omar, more so than the Palestine-Israel uh, thing, because this one's kind of a dangerous attack. By putting out this video, you are 100% threatening her life, either oh, maybe yeah. not by maybe not intentionally, mm. but your supporters are going to see it as one way or another. She's a terrorist. That's, that's what, what uh, they're going to totally see. That's totally what they're going to see, yeah. And Ocasio-Cortez came to defend uh, Omar, Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was a, a little bit of a backlash for those who did not say anything. I don't think Kamala Harris has yet mm-hmm. to say anything. I think Cory Booker just came out in defense saying it's a, it's just really not defending her, but by saying just pretty much saying this is dangerous. Yeah. Like you're, you're endangering a congresswoman's life. Look, Timothy, listen to me. Timothy? <laughs> Listen, Austin, Listen you me. can do your accent all you want, but call me Timothy one more fucking time. <laughs> You're not listening, Tomas. First mm, thing. I'm okay with that. That's fine. <laughs> okay, Timothy, <laughs> shut up now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate you. 
good. I'm I glad get, it broke your I stupid get through accent. My bit. I want to get through my bit, okay? Yeah. Now, do you remember the really patriotic <laughs> things I said after 9-11? Let me mm. remind you. Go ahead, remind me. Yes, I totally saw those buildings come down. It's unbelievable that my building is now the tallest in New York City. The Trump Tower tallest in New York City. Oh. After these attacks. So I guess there is a silver lining. Well, there you go. <laughs> wow. By the way, that wow. was only like slightly paraphrased. That is almost exactly uh, what he the said. The tallest building is not, though. That was definitely... That was definitely him, yeah. That was definitely him. No. That was his first thought on 9-11, <laughs> was that now I have the tallest... You know, and the funny thing is, that wasn't even true. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't have the tallest building. The Empire State Building. Yeah, Empire State Building would have been yeah. instantly. That's <laughs> fucking nuts. Well, Omar did come out today... On Saturday, and um, what a, a statement on Twitter uh, saying, and this is the the tweet: This country was founded on the ideas of justice and liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But these core beliefs are under threat each and every day. We are under threat by an administration that would rather cage children than pass comprehensive immigration reform. Unbelievable. I like that tweet, and I'll tell you yeah, why. It's, it's it's a direct attack to Donald Trump. And to, and to this video. But at the same time, it also talks about policy. Yeah. And anytime you can squeeze into uh, a t- uh, your policy into a tweet like this, and especially one that people were looking for. I mean, oh, yeah, they, they her, were waiting for her response. Her yeah. tweets typically get anywhere from like 16,000 to 30, sometimes, you know, 40,000. This one got 80,000 likes wow. in less than nine hours. So people were waiting for this. Yeah. And it was a great response. It's not a violent response. No, it's a, she's, it's a, she's it, really becoming like a household name. I know. I, I, I love her. I love her. I, I, the fact that she's still standing her ground on everything that she says, it, and not in a in-your-face way like AOC. AOC is like, bah! You know, she's kind of just doing her thing. Although I have to say AOC hasn't taken on Israel-Palestine. <laughs> Not yet. She will. Give her time. She's working on other things no, right no. now. Or maybe she won't. Maybe maybe this yes, is Omar's the new thing. Green Deal or whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> no. New. I like oh, the way that uh, sounds. New Deal. I should I guess make we a should, new deal. We should mention this. This isn't part of the show notes or anything, but um, uh, Nathan's Yahoo, he ended up winning the... Um, Israel election in a very close election. Oh, Benjamin Netanyahu. Okay, thank you. Yeah, no, no. Nasty Yahoo. Yeah. I think that's was nasty Yahoo. Well, I, yeah. Yahoo. Yahoo's nasty. No one, it is. No you should go to the comment section. Oh, my God. Oh, the comment. <laughs> the articles in the articles alone are the fucking stupidest articles yeah, in the world. And then, and then their comments are just I mean, ridiculous. they're more toxic than YouTube. Like I didn't realize how right-wing like people who wa- who read Yahoo News? There's so many right-wingers. I know. Those comment sections are nasty. You know why? Because they're still stuck with their browsers from like 30 years ago. (laughs) When Yahoo was a thing. Don't you remember when Yahoo was having like a controversy with like, I don't know, finance or something? But whatever it was, the uh, CEO of Yahoo stepped down. It was a female. And they interviewed her. And the first thing that she she was asked is, what are you going to do now that you're not in charge of Yahoo? She's like, I'm going to make a Gmail. (laughs) That was such a good answer. I thought she was going to be like, I'm going to Disney World. <laughs> it's like, you just got oh, fired. It's not man. the Super Bowl. 
listen, this is something that is currently developing, so there's not too much. Uh, AOC is really going at people who are not defending her. Good. Which, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, and she's also retweeting and thanking everyone who is. Yeah. Like even Elizabeth Warren, Jay yeah. Inslee has come out and in and, and defense, who also is running for president, isn't he? Or no, he said he's not. It's hard to right? keep track, yeah. <laughs> I forgot to. There's so many fucking beer run for president. Uh, anyway, I just By wanted to... By the way, to, I'd like uh, to take this time... Go ahead. Um, to oh, announce, and Joe Kennedy III. Right, of course, Joe Kennedy III. Well, which I'm surprised he's not running. Is he too young to run? I think so. No. Because... No, I think he's just waiting. I don't think he thinks this is his for, election For cycle. the next time. Yeah. Okay. Because um, I feel like he's going to be a popular candidate, even though I don't really care for him at all, no. but... Well, but he's anyway, not. Yeah, you know, he's not much different. Like his policies aren't different than Beto O'Rourke or Pete Buttigieg. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But anyway, I'd like to take this moment to announce that I'm running for president in 2020. Woo! I'm running for president. Yeah. Um, as a Democrat, Woo! so I will be the Woo! 420th Democrat. <laughs> 420. What? Uh, uh, that wasn't planned. <laughs> no, no. So no. I will have the exact same campaign. Is it's, um, is Vermin platform. Supreme running for president again? Yes, but only in that one state. Yeah, that's fine. New Hampshire, yeah. I just want I want him to run. Yeah, well, I will be debating him soon, but I will have Are you? the exact same policy platform as Bernie Sanders, but... No, you can't go against... Whoa, whoa, whoa. If you're going <laughs> to go up against Vern, Vernon Supreme, you need to have, like, unicorns for everyone. Something's got to be there. That's what I said. I have Bernie's platform. <laughs> Or tacos. I love tacos, uh, tacos but I can't good, eat yeah. tacos anymore because I'm a vegetarian. Well, I can make a veggie. Nonsense. Can you make a veggie taco? Like a black bean? I Well, if you use that, if you use that Beyond Meat, their, ah, their taco true. meat's the best. True. And it's not true, really true. meat. True. Beyond Meat was also your grinder name. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I'm just saying I'm I saw a it. meat substitute. I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's do a couple more quicker stories. Nothing to like, uh, you know, sit on for a while. Just you could well, let's comment on them as I go by. First one, Joe Manchin by endorses. The way, by the way, nothing to sit on for a while was Tom's grinding. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So anything. It doesn't take that long. <laughs> no. Minute tops. You don't minute, need a night. Wow. You don't need a night. It could be a fifteen minute break from work. Let's go. We got we got that. Uh, Joe Manchin. <laughs> Joe Manchin. Now any anybody who just got a boner, now I said Joe Manchin three times and their boner's gone. Uh, Joe Manchin. Uh, I'm gonna have to go on an excavation just to find my penis now. <laughs> endorses who for re-election? Who do you think? Trump. Did? What? <laughs> No, no, come on, logically. Think logically. He's a Democrat, right? Who is he supporting for re-election? For where? For president? What are you talking about? I can't I can't tell you. Oh, it's not for president. Because then I'll know. It's for Senate. A senator. Oh. A fellow senator. Uh, Susan Collins? Oh, come on. You're not supposed to know the right answer. <laughs> oh, that was the right answer? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you guessed? I did. Did you really just guess? I just guessed. I had no idea. Oh. I just thought Joe Manchin endorses Susan Collins for re-election. Yeah, I was thinking, Woo. well, who's the most loud? Well, it's because I know why he did it too. Because there's like five people in the entire Senate that swing every vote, and mm -hmm. it's and he's one of them. And Susan Collins, yeah, uh, uh, the, the the Alaskan woman, the Alaskan senator, yeah. um, Murkowski, something. Uh, Lisa Murkowski, yeah. Murkowski, yeah, yeah. and uh, maybe. 
here. There are a couple others, but yeah, but yeah, these two are the the prime ones, right there. <laughs> and then and then there's sometimes Rand Paul because of his but libertarian hello, stuff. Hello, how? So, but the, the thing let, is, let, they want to keep that power. Let me ask you something yes. right now before we move on. All right. Oh, Jones is one of them too from Alabama. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. The Democrats. Joe Donnelly, I think, is another one. Which sounds Joe Donnelly? so much. Joe Donnelly? That just sounds like Donnelly. one of those old timey, like bootleg criminal names. <laughs> hey, what's your name? Joe Donnelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Donnelly <All> Speakeasy. Right. <laughs> here's the real question The Democrats are so against Bernie and AOC, and we got to stop, you know, giving money to grassroots. Blah, 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 blah. But we're okay with a Democrat. Endorsing a Republican for con for for the Senate? Are you kidding, Tom? But when how does that get by Perez? Well, to be fair, uh, Beto O'Rourke doesn't technically hold public office right now. I why are we talking <laughs> about Beto O'Rourke? Oh, it's just because he also supported Republicans for re-election. Oh, well, okay. Well, then he's uh, he's another asshole. But oh, so I'm sorry. So you weren't talking about Beto. You're talking about Joe Biden. Gotcha. No, fuck it. Oh, but he also I, took, all right, he I took get the money point. to support Republicans <laughs> for but office. I, I just don't understand. I, I I don't get why one thing is okay. One thing which is promoting Tom, the Democratic Party is okay, or is not okay. Because and then Bernie's not a Democrat. Okay. Oh, but AOC isn't? She is. Yeah, but she's from New York. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Moving on. Next story. New Mexico is the 14th state to pledge its electoral votes. To the winner of the popular vote. So Good. now 14 states are in on yes, this. Yes, all the blue ones. Yeah. So that'll make zero all, difference. All the awesome. blue ones. But, again, it's a start, Austin. We're in a, we're Isn't in a New Mexico very, really a blue state all the time? Uh, no, I don't think all the time, but I think recently it's been in the Democratic hands. Hmm. Well, that uh, might be something but, then. But, listen, we're in a weird time politically, so obviously. Weird. A lot of things are changing. One way or another, districts are being realigned for the first time. Gerrymandering is kind of being booted out. I know. What? This 14 states no, already. That's specifically why I put Kavanaugh there, so that wouldn't happen. Well, listen, we don't need to talk about Kavanaugh, all right? Damn, I knew he'd fuck me over if I didn't keep an eye on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he still a thing? Is he still there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he'll be there forever. <laughs> because that's how this country works. We. Reward the worst people in society yep. for um, no good reason. We have two more Democrats running for office at the time of this recording. One is Mike Ravel. Oh, yeah. 88-year-old Mike Ravel, who became kind of a progressive like hero in 2008 when he was on stage uh, just... Saying whatever the fuck he wanted to say, with little care about for some what reason. Apparently, thought. we like our men old. I guess, I guess. Uh, but he's another one of these guys. He's been championing the same things for most of his career. He's a really anti-war uh, candidate. Uh, that's his whole thing: anti, anti-imperial or anti-monarchy. Is that what you were saying? Anti-imperialism. Imperialism. He has no interest in actually winning the presidency, though. It'd be funny if he were anti-monarchy. Mm -hmm. He said that he wants to make it to the first debates, say what he has to say, make debates and then he's going to drop out. <laughs> so pretty much we just want him to get on the debate stage so he can 
champion the ideas yeah, of, in a of in not a way being that at war. I know, right? In a way that Bernie and those other candidates who are actually have a chance of winning cannot do. He can just go out there and be a grumpy old eighty eight year old man who's anti war and say and call if Joe Biden's on that stage, it could be like, oh yeah, you warmongerer. Bernie can't necessarily do that. He can, but it wouldn't be advised. Yeah, Bernie's going to have Gravel to go with can. something like, what? You wanted to work with segregationists? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oof, that's another one that came out just, I think, today mm. or yesterday. Uh, and then the other person Why who's did, running. I don't want them on our buses. <laughs> no, no. I'll support them everywhere else. She's not there. Uh, I'll smell you if you're close. <laughs> awesome. What's this guy's last name? Wayne. The guy that's running from Florida. Oh, yes. Because his website is just Wayne for America and everywhere I'm looking. Meet Wayne here. I'll find it out right now. Or or maybe not. What? Where's where's this fucking... He he addressed... He signed it as Wayne. Okay, here's (laughs) the the thing. Is he like Bono? No. We we have an influx of politicians with no last names, like Jeb exclamation point. (laughs) So this is Wayne! Yeah. (laughs) Exclamation point. Come on! I, nowhere on his website does it say what his name is. I can't. I can't. And they made fun oh, of Malcolm X. Here it is: Wayne Messam, 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 Messam. He's from down south. That has to be Messam. Messam. Yeah. I'm messing with him, <clears throat> but he's a centrist. Okay. Hey, uh, by all, by all. Apart from standards. apparently one policy. Which is what we're going to talk about briefly. It's uh, the number one thing that's on his priorities list is resolving the student debt crisis, a second chance at the American dream. That's what he's that's what he's calling it. I won't read the entire introduction. It's long, but I'll tell you what his solution is. And I read this paragraph. Do it. Uh, It's under debt cancellation, a straightforward solution. The U.S. Department of Education owns about 95% of America's student loan debt, making the mechanics of a complete debt cancellation for a majority of the loans relatively straightforward. Under this plan, his plan, federal student loans would be canceled in full. Borrowers would receive confirmation that the debt was forgiven within 60 days. The government would work... Uh, with the Federal Reserve for private lenders to identify all privately held student loans within three years. Mm. Lenders would submit proof of student loan debt directly to the Department of Education. Once that's approved, the Treasury would pay off the loan in full. The lender and Treasury uh, would both provide the debt holder with the proof that the debt was canceled. The Department of Education would also promote the program of the Office of Federal Student Aid Uh, And that would work with individuals in holding private debt to ensure that their debt is forgiven. Mm. The goal is to zero out all student loan debt, no matter what the source. And again, he goes into how he'll pay for or how this will happen, the finances of it. And you could go to his website, wayneforamerica.com, if you want to read his full plan. And we're not by any means saying we we, we support (laughs) him because his other policies are are very centrist. Garbage. (laughs) Yeah, garbage. But this is a cool little thing. What do you make of this, Austin? I think it's great. I, is that is that your comprehensive analysis? <laughs> Look, there's nothing to comprehend. <laughs> we are no, this country is. is this country is being you know crushed by the weight of the most giant student loan debt in history. And mm-hmm. unlike the housing debt that helped fuel the last um, recession, 
student loan debt does not have the same outs as the housing ones does. Right. It cannot right. be discharged in bankruptcy because of people like Joe Biden. It cannot be um, created or destroyed. Yes, like matter. <laughs> <laughs> so the consumers What's don't the have matter? the same protections that they had in 2008 when the housing market crashed. And even right. then they didn't have very many protections. Word. So this is just common sense policy. And it would cost less than a, just a couple months of the quantitative easing that yeah, we paid after. Yeah, I closed after. the website. But um, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're it's right. about $1.5 trillion in debt, mm-hmm. which is you could cover that by just reversing the Trump tax cuts. Right, Boom. and reducing parts of the military budget, which I think I, I actually just looked this up today because I was having a debate with one of my friends, um, almost kind of former friends after today. But Ooh, uh, six six hundred and ninety five billion dollars is, I think, what the tax for or the uh, the spendage for the military was it's more than uh, that in now two, in two thousand. Yeah, yeah, and this I think was in two thousand sixteen. It's getting 18. close to a billion dollars. No, or, I mean a trillion dollars rather. A uh, trillion. Yeah. yeah. So. so you cut that in half, which would still be, I think, like 50% more than almost any other country in the world. Well, currently, if you take the next seven countries and combine them, it about equals what we have. Yeah. About. So. Yeah. So we could easily cut that and raise uh, soldier pay like we talked about in the last episode. Mm. And then simultaneously help forgive student loan debt. And then mm-hmm. could you imagine, like, do you know anybody who doesn't have student loan debt? No. Me neither. Other than people who didn't go to college, yeah. but they don't really count in this situation, yeah. in this scenario. And, no, and I don't. And if you look at the number, like, there's so many more people who have, like, I know a couple of people didn't go to college either and don't have any student loan debt, but they're so outweighed by the ones who did mm-hmm. that there needs to be something done because these people, like, they cannot move on with their lives. Right. Like, they're all stuck, you know, if not totally dependent on, somewhat dependent on their family. You know, or they're just barely making it by because so much of their money is just going to these loans. So there has like this would be the biggest economic stimulus probably ever given directly to the people. So why don't more candidates fall or uh, adapt that policy? Why? Because if this were to happen, the banks would not make the interest money that they were planning on and thus it would cut their profits by a significant margin okay and that's why and those banks give a lot of money to people like the presidential candidates so that things like this don't happen okay i think and to be honest like i was telling you before this plan says that we would pay back all of the lenders Mm -hmm. and i think the moral thing to do would be to not do that yeah they've already fucking sucked dry everyone's Bank accounts for many years. Because the first, I think if you look at a standard private student loan, it's like the first five years you don't actually pay on your principal. Mm -hmm. You're just paying interest. Right. You're paying interest for five years. No other other loan has that. It's crazy. And so they've made their money, so they shouldn't get paid back. And if they fold, maybe good. Yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see if uh, if he makes it to the debate stage. Will he bring that up? Yeah, and that's and almost a definite no because nobody knows. Yeah, who the fuck he is. it's too late. First of all, for him, no. if if he wanted to, he should have, uh, you know, declared in December. Mm-hmm. He would have at least had a little bit of a head start. But there has too many people to pick from. And to be honest, I didn't even hear this until you mentioned it. Like, not even Twitter announced it. Even when like Gravel, no, I only announced- happened to notice there's an article. 
right. when I was scrolling like around. One, yeah. Even when Gravel announced, and he has no intention on actually running for president. Yeah. That was on Twitter. Yeah. Like I saw that all over Twitter. But anyway, uh, I got one more, and it's with uh, it's what do we call it? What's happening with AOC? What's happening with AOC? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what's happening with AOC. Uh, Paul Ryan is happening with AOC, oh. but not necessarily the way you think. Paul Ryan said that AOC, Alexander ignored his advice to what? quote just take it easy end quote oh. as a new member of Congress. Why wouldn't she listen to an annoying grifter? That's crazy. Yeah, why would you listen to the person who's, you know, leaving his job as the Republican Speaker of the House? Yeah. Uh, why? Why yeah, yeah, would you listen to the person why, why, who left his job because it's too hard for him? Yeah, why wouldn't you? That's like, uh. shit, man. Uh, his exact quote, I don't think she really listened to a thing I said, <sighs> you know? Just take it easy. Just watch things for a while. Uh, Paul Ryan said, and of course he said interviewed. that because he doesn't want her policies to be implemented. Of course, yeah. that's the only reason why like, look, a Republican you need to take it easy. <laughs> if Bernie Sanders told her to take it easy on your first year, which there's I'm no like, way he would have. <laughs> no, but if he did, yeah. because like maybe he just knows something, the ins and outs of you know Congress a little bit more. Well, he, okay. he also was a representative in the House for a long time. Right, right. Uh. So it may, if he said that, then there'd be a little bit more like, oh, maybe I should calm it down. But when people like that don't tell you to calm down and they're kind of, they're telling you go in with this fire yeah. and represent your people, the people who are, you know, voted you in. And that's what she's doing. Yeah. And Paul Ryan didn't want her to do that. Why? Because her policies directly affect or endanger the Republicans. Mm -hmm. And good. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I've, I've uh, never been more assured of her judgment than hearing that she ignored anything that Paul I Ryan know, had to say. I know. Uh, she went on Twitter and responded by saying this. Uh, Paul Ryan and I have something in common. Both our fathers died when we were teens. Paul Ryan received Social Security payments that allowed him to go to college and later Congress. My family received them too, but I shut the door behind. Uh, but, but I don't shut the door behind me. That would be un-American. That was her response Very to that. smart. And yeah. yes, I wish more people would say that. Mm -hmm. You know, like we did a whole um, episode, not a whole episode, but we did a whole um, segment on Paul Ryan talking mm -hmm. about how the only reason he could survive is because of Social Security. The very thing that he wants to get rid of for everybody else. I know. I know. It, but again, it's one of those situations like we've had this conversation as well when a Republican's son or daughter comes out as gay or lesbian and then all of a sudden their policies are like more toward like pro LGBT. Yeah, but the thing is, this is the opposite. I know. This is I like know, if your uh, son or daughter came out and now you're my, more anti-gay. But my point was, <laughs> yeah. was going to be, was that Republicans just don't care about things unless they're directly involved at the time. He is no longer receiving Social Security or uh, uh, any kind of assistance, right? Well, he draws a salary from the taxpayer, but... Well, yeah, but he doesn't need that, let's be real. Um, Which he should because so he's a lifelong public servant. Somehow he's made a lot of money in the what? private sector. Wait, yeah. you don't make bill like near a billion dollars? You don't make millions and millions and millions of dollars as a congressman? No. Yeah, oh. I believe you make 120 something thousand if you're in the house oh. and 170 if you're in the Senate. Man, that's like poverty. How do they live on that? 
Anyway. Exactly. That that's ends, what I've been saying this whole time. <laughs> that ends the news. <laughs> uh, should we take a break? Yes. All right. Let's take a break. And we'll have and some come back, final we'll thoughts. Have our final thoughts. Yeah. And so ends our big dumb show. <laughs> Austin. Oh, Austin. What? Wherefore art thou, Austin? Mm. What are your final thoughts? Oh, well, let's see. Uh, okay. So Bernie's a millionaire now. Yep. So we can't support him. I should be outraged, but I already knew that because I know how to read. So I'm I'm outraged. outraged. I'm outraged. Well, I don't know how to, how to read, I don't yeah. know how to read. So I'm outraged. I know that's why you and the president have so much in common. We do. Yeah. Um, We're both very handsome <laughs> men. <laughs> and we apparently only last a couple of minutes each. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So. That's a thing I already knew, so it's hard for me to be angry about it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and if anybody had paid attention, they would also already know this. This is just common I'm sorry, sense. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, exactly. So that, I don't understand that. That's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, same, same, dis same homie. Despite the like facetious arguments from certain annoying podcasts. Um, so I think that's almost a non-issue. <laughs> Wow. Uh, wow. Yes. It's very passive aggressive. That's I. <laughs> <laughs> passive aggressive. I think that was just aggressive. I don't, just aggressive, the, yeah. I don't know about the passiveness yeah. in that one, but anyway, yeah. I'm not disagreeing. Yeah, exactly. Um, Fierce centrist, just say it. Uh, <laughs> now I've lost my train of thought because <laughs> they're making me angry all over again. <laughs> like I'm reliving that annoying It's angry argument. all over. It's yeah, not dumb all over. Angry. It's angry yeah. all over now. Yeah. Ah, uh, so annoying. But yes, uh, also, Austin, I, I got to admit, before you go on, keep your train of thoughts. <laughs> I I love when you go crazy on Twitter. <laughs> you know, I know, it doesn't was happen time, very often. No, but there was a time where both of us would partake in this. Yeah. And I, I, I do not like debates. I, I never, ever liked confrontation. I never liked debates. Just recently. Uh, I was like, I, I, and I'll, I'll tell you this story in a second, but I was asked to join the debate team at my college. And oh, I was like, you? no. That like, sounds frightening for you if you don't like debates. I'm, I'm not interested in this at all. Yeah. Uh, so to see you go on Twitter and just be like, <laughs> like, no, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Anyway, yes. go on. I know. Some, they really get my ire up on Twitter sometimes. Mm. Like, I don't know why. Because it's just so illogical. I don't know. Yeah, it's just they like Twitter has a special way of doing that to me. I'm not sure why. So every once in a while, Twitter gets a mighty tirade. But <laughs> and you could join our Twitter to see those tirades by going to yeah, Twitter.com sometimes they're pretty funny. Double Pod. Yeah, or just look up the tag at Double Pod. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Um, of course, uh, this week Trump threatened Ihan Omar in a very visceral and direct way, which any other president this would be grounds for impeachment. But not this one, because there's so many things he's done that are grounds for impeachment. Uh, Tom's That's trying true. to distract me right now. It's not funny. <laughs> no, I'm not. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? There's no proof of that, is there? Uh, okay, Tom. Of course, Bernie's had a bunch of rallies so far through the early primary states. 
So I think that's looking good. And the crowd level's been very good, which is something Cory Booker can't say, even in his hometown. Mm-hmm. Go on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I think the primary season is going to be very interesting. Um, and of course, AOC, not like we just talked about, not taking any direction from Paul Ryan. Yep. Very smart move, not listening to Paul Ryan. I think more it's Americans great, yeah. should do that, yeah. So, and uh, yeah, so that's that. And Bernie Good. apparently is going to be in Bethlehem on Monday. So yes. Tom could even I'm, go we'll try. see the yeah. town hall if he wanted. And maybe we'll get mm. some reports from in Bethlehem. I'm going to try. Yeah. Uh, I, I got Apparently, they haven't even announced where the location is yet, <laughs> which is crazy because it's in fucking two days. Yeah. But yeah, I'd like to go. I've never seen Bernie, so it'd be, oh. be kind of cool. He's been one of my heroes, my idols since I was a little kid. Now his rallies are so much fun. And that's the thing, too. Like, I, I've been telling people this for so long. I've known who Bernie is most of my life mm-hmm. because, like, like you, you grew up as a kind of a libertarian or as a libertarian. I shouldn't say kind of. Well, I, um, when I was younger, I was actually more just a, like, right wing oh, conservative. So, and then, well, I guess when I knew you more, we yeah, you libertarian were more was a libertarian. an improvement from where I grew up. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, and then I but, completed the process. <laughs> but like, I've always surrounded myself with left, really left wing people, like Howard Zinn. Hmm. Uh, Bernie Sanders was definitely one of them. And when he decided to announce his candidacy uh, in two thousand and I guess it would be fifteen, I was like, "Oh, it's fucking about time!" I've been waiting my entire life for this. Yes. So you know, it's one of those situations. So I'd love to go see him. That'd be really fun. Yeah, his be really fun. I mean, you, unfortunately, you wouldn't be seeing a rally. His rallies are so no, much fun. But town halls are fine. Yeah. You get to hear questions p- presented by a Republican. Uh, yeah, see how he responds to that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, see how he responds to that. You know. But yeah, I, I'd also like to see what Bethlehem and how they respond. Yeah, to him. Interesting, now, yeah. I don't live in Bethlehem, but um, close enough. I know the area. F- fairly well mm-hmm. and i feel like they'd be pretty pro bernie I, I think so too but it depends on who they pull because if it's fox exactly. news viewers yeah. that's not going to be the case no so um but yes yeah, so i was asked to join the debate team because of the political science thing and then the professor found out and i had a really strong debate uh with my one professor who was just making and uh, making a fool of himself i'll just go ahead and say he was just making a fool of himself supporting like andrew jackson and and i and i kind of got tired of listening to it <laughs> so i was did just you, like did you up. tell him that that trump also supports andrew jackson i did mention that yeah mm. and that was one of, one of the first things i let off because he says uh, I'm, I'm impartial i'm like no no one's impartial he's either you know you have an opinion on him so don't tell me that you don't if you're going to tell me you like andrew jackson i don't need to really know who you like i know who you like nah. and the debate went on and th- there was another teacher in there at the time and that was the debate professor the professor mm. one of one of the guys there um, or one of the people that are in the debate team. I don't know. Ages. There's so many different ages. So I can't tell if he was a professor or a kid. But I was like, no, I'm not interested. Not interested in that kind of thing. Because mm. like the other thing about these debate teams is like you get you get a topic presented to you and you have to debate it. Yeah, and you're told you agree which, with it or yeah, not. you're told which side yeah. you have to debate. Yeah, that's bullshit. No, yeah. no, this is what would happen if they're like, oh, you have to go and present a pro-life position. I'd be like, I'd go up there and I'd be like, by the way, I'm supposed to be defending pro-life, but, but fuck, fuck that, that shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that's what I would do. And that then just, I'd lose. That reminds me of, um, what was it, the opening of John Oliver's segment on psychics. He's like, I'm not, oh, I'm not oh, here God. to debate 
whether psychics are real or not because they aren't. See, no debate <laughs> necessary. <laughs> no debate. That was a good episode. Yeah. Uh, so I feel that. Yeah, that would that would be. I couldn't defend mm-hmm. a position that I don't believe. So no, I can't either. So that I would just, just be like, I'm wrong, Baradis. <laughs> I like. I'm not. I, there are some people who are really good at playing devil's advocate. And they like truly don't believe in the topic. They're just trying to poke uh, holes into uh, arguments. I, people are really good at that, especially political science professors. They're really good well, that's kind of at their being job. impartial. Yeah, no. uh, but I am not good at that. I have my views, and I'm really sh- like I, I strongly believe those views. No. I don't want to defend my opposing view. It just goes against everything that I fought for, even if it's just for a debate team and whatnot. Mm. Like they were going to debate, like the, the recent debate, they were going to debate um, uh, not Medicare for all, but improving and expanding Obamacare, making it more affordable. Like, yeah, I'm for that in comparison to the opposer, which is, you know, like not Obamacare. <laughs> is it Ben Shapiro? <laughs> <laughs> but I want to. I don't want to I mean, defend. Have you heard my wife? She's a doctor. Oh, is she? She's a doctor, and, met, and now she would be a slave. It. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Just because you married a black person doesn't mean you're not a racist. Just want to let you know. Is Ben Shapiro's wife black? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, I thought that's what you were getting at. No, because you said slave. No, that she's a doctor, and that they, oh. for some reason, the right thinks that. If a uh, government Doctors. funds, oh, okay. that that okay. you are like demanding their service, and thus they you. become slaves, even though they get paid and nothing will change you. for them. I got you. They'd- I see. I, I was trying to think, uh, and this is a dangerous thing to do when you try to think like a right winger. Hmm. It's like because I could see a right winger making that point. It's like it's like, oh, I married a black woman, and it's just to think about it, like she she would be a slave in, in two hundred years. From, you know, like, and it's so I, weird I because usually they the spend so much of their time defending slavery. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's so bizarre. Yeah. Oh Ben. Oh, but ben, the thing oh, is, like, then our our. Um, Police officers and school teachers are they slaves? Yes, <laughs> it's like, teachers are. Yeah. Yes, teachers are. Te- teachers yeah. are. They're they're slaves who love their job. But even they like they have most of the time they have a union and time off. True. <laughs> True. It's like True. even like blue collar workers don't even get that. So yeah, they're not slaves. Yeah. They're not. No. It's like, so I just don't understand why that would make doctors any different. It's just a stupid argument. It wouldn't. It's a dumb argument. It's the same thing where like people say, oh, the medical lines in Canada are ridiculously long. From every Canadian I've ever spoken to, people who live in Toronto, yeah. the biggest city or one of the biggest cities, and they're like, mm, not really, sometimes, but there's lights in my hospital here. Well, and not only that, here's the thing. In America, if you don't have health insurance, you don't even have to stand in line. You just get to die. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like crazy. Like every country rations their care in some way. We choose to do it here by how much money you make. That's know, what which we is, choose. Yeah. Which is absurd. Mm-hmm. But anyway, these are topics that we can talk about another time. <laughs> anyway, you got anything else to add? Uh, no. Not other than that. I'm curious to see if the tax return release will... Uh, Quiet some of these centrists down. Spoiler mm. alert, it won't. Um, it won't. It won't. I'm also it might, curious to see might. like how close his tax release is to the Mueller report, which apparently is going to be released soon. Oh, okay. And so if that happens, I don't even know if anybody will be talking about his taxes. 
True. Which would be which, crazy. He'd be like, I finally released him, and now you guys are going to talk about him. <laughs> and to be fair, you know, like, uh, well, what did they say? Um, even Obama. Obama didn't release him until like a couple of months before the election. Well, Hillary said she wouldn't release him until she was assured the candidacy. Yeah. So, like, everyone's, everyone's just trying so hard to find something wrong with Birdie. Yeah. Keep looking. Because yeah. you haven't found it yet. Honestly, and I'll give you some advice uh, from a brand perspective. The only things you really got going for you are age. Yeah. So if you're going to attack them, that's the best one to use because yeah, and the that's rest not are even just a good gonna, one. No, but the rest and are going to fall flat. At least that one has some staying power. And, and you know why that's not a good one? For a couple of specific reasons. One, because Trump's only a few years younger. And two, Biden's only a few years younger. One year younger. So, one year younger. Yeah. There, perfect. Yeah. So, if you're going to use Bernie's age against him, okay, I can see why you would. But first of all, you don't know who his running mate's going to be. It could be like a Tulsi Gabbard who's 37 years old. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It could be somebody like that who, all right, will keep most of those progressive ideals going and won't die in office. Mm-hmm. Plus, the other thing is, Bernie is constantly being shown playing basketball with kids. Yeah. He's a fit 87-year-old or 77, whatever his age, 77? Yeah. 77, 78-year-old man. Trump is not. Yeah. No, I know. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. So it, we can't use age. It's just that's the most effective. That, I had this argument with my dad. But it's the it's my their dad, most effective critique. And if they want to hurt him, that's the one they should use. But my dad is a, is a, a left-wing, like a progressive for the most part. Um, and... Like yeah, I love Bernie's platform, but his age is a problem. No, it's not. And I'm like, I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. It would be if like well, Mike people, Ravel. People should that yeah, might that be a problem. Be, yeah. But he's 88. But people should look up how old Nelson Mandela was when he was elected, because he was pretty fucking they, old. But the people who are going to look that up are the Bernie supporters. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm just saying. <laughs> who don't need to know. Yeah. But it's all <laughs> it's yeah, just it's nonsense. It's a, it's a dumb argument, yeah. and I hate it. I hate it. And it's like, who cares? Who cares about age? Mm-hmm. It's about the message that you're – it's your platform and the message that you're bringing. Exactly. I, I, I don't care you know, if Bernie wasn't running. I – I wouldn't be looking for the oldest white man. No. It just so happens that the one that has the best message is the oldest white man. No. So I, I don't know. Anyway, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, because I know the centrists are going to complain. Oh, God, Austin, stop picking it. That, stop. that being said, if he doesn't win the nomination, we'll vote for whoever's there. Just to put that whole thing, because you We've know, said that so many times. I know, so but I feel like I have to keep saying it because that's always the first no. question. Oh, well, nah. we vote. Yes, I will. We'll vote for whoever it is. Yeah. So. Well, because the, the Bernie or Bust movement, and, and it, it makes like apparently all Bernie supporters have to be part of the Bernie or Bust movement, which is not the case. Not the case. Yeah, but the thing I'm is, I'm not going to vote for a third party candidate. I'm not going to not vote. But but <laughs> more voters left Hillary to vote for McCain than uh, Bernie voters left to vote for Trump. Mm-hmm. So this idea that it's a unique phenomenon among this one candidate is ridiculous because yeah, it's, it's not. He's like he had one of the least amount of defections. It's dumb. It's dumb. And because there was a there was a, a little bit of a uh, of Bernie support, there were also Republicans who didn't like Trump and actually liked Bernie's ideals. And then when they had a choice between Hillary or Trump, they went back to the Republican. No, of course that doesn't that doesn't accurately depict Bernie supporters. No. 
But it also shows that Bernie has more of an appeal toward everyone yeah, else. Yeah, and Bernie also pulled a lot of votes from the Green Party that went back to right. the Green Party after yeah. he was out. and the Libertarian. He grabbed Libertarians, too. Because a lot of the message, <laughs> not, especially social... Not the way to say it. <laughs> he grabbed a lot of Libertarians. <laughs> grabbed them hard. Instead of Jabai. <laughs> and okay. sniffed them a little bit. And with that, we're done. We're done with that. Nope. <sighs> you smell like, nope. like free markets. Stop. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Have a great week. We'll be back. Hopefully a little less creepy episode. Hopefully a little less creepy. <laughs> Probably not. No promises. Have a good week. I'll sniff a libertarian, my new cover Have band. Have a good week. <laughs> sniff a libertarian. <laughs> Once again, thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us on Spreaker.com forward slash pod. We're also available on iTunes. Just look up Dumb All Over Pod. We are on all the social medias, starting with Twitter, at Dumb All Over Pod, Facebook, at Dumb All Over Pod, and of course, there's Instagram. And you guessed it, it's at Dumb All Over Pod. We are also uh, on Patreon, so check out our Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash Dumb All Over Pod. And if you're interested in buying some merch with uh, some special logos, you can check that out at tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash pod. Thank you, and we'll talk to you next week. Trust me, I'm like a smart person. The way things are isn't the way they have to be. But knowing what to challenge and how to change it isn't always clear. That's why independent journalism has never mattered more. When we are free to follow any lead and question any authority, we can confront the status quo, uncover vital alternatives and bring clarity to the world's most complex issues. We can help our readers understand the world. So together we can fight for a better one. Hope is power. And with your support, you'll always find it at The Guardian. At the bank of Antan Deck, mortgages are on the menu. I was in the chippy last night and it hit me. Go on. We should give all our new mortgage customers £1,000. Of spuds? Potatoes? Yeah, jackets, roasties, dolphin, waz. I mean, what's not to love? Hey, yeah, we could call it Mashback. Genius. Meanwhile, at Santander, they're giving their customers £1,000 cash back on selected first-time buyer mortgages. See what's possible at Santander. Lending subject to status and criteria. Cash back given on completion and repayable if mortgage closed within two years. Offer can be withdrawn. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage.